But here's one here, Vince, going on from the markets thing. If you already have investment properties, should you shy away from REITs as you already have a foot in the property market? Now, do you want to explain these real estate investment trusts slash REITs? Yep. So a real estate investment trust is simply a vehicle that allows you to invest in real estate without buying the actual bricks and mortars. In most cases, that means commercial property. I don't think there's an Australian residential REIT. They do exist in the US, but here they they don't. They would have went all right during the GFC. (laughs) So REIT, or Real Estate Investment Trust, is what it says on the box, and that's what you get. So it's a trust in which you can invest in real estate. Mm. And real estate has the advantage that it is more stable than companies generally, particularly with commercial real estate because there's a long-term lease. So you might find a warehouse that's been leased on a 20-year lease to Amazon and that lease might have fixed rental increases. So you don't have to worry about vacancies. You don't have to worry about what the economy is going to do next year because the rent from Amazon will roll in. So they are generally more stable investments. And in in Australia, it generally means shops, so things like vicinity centres, pubs, things like ALH, warehouses, things like Goodman, what's it called, Goodman Group? Yep. Or offices, things like Dex's or Charter Hall. And they will behave entirely differently to residential real estate. That's largely because they are fundamentally driven by inflation and GDP growth, whereas residential real estate is very much a supply and demand fashion and it just behaves completely differently. So I see no real correlation between the two. And I would not change a portfolio. I wouldn't construct a different portfolio because you owned a piece of residential real estate. On the REITs thing, you know, winding back over 10 years, 10, 12 years when I was uh, just working down the road here, you know, financial advising office, high net worth clients, there'd be a lot of these unlisted REITs mm. that clients would buy parcels of either fifty dollars or $100,000. It might be the Centro 32 property fund and there's a new shopping centre on the Sunshine Coast or something like that. Talk to us about the listed exposure versus unlisted yeah. with REITs. So th- there's pluses and minuses of both. The advantage of the listed stuff is that you can get in and out easier because they trade on the ASX and if you place a sell order, you'll almost certainly get filled. The downside of being listed is they tend to suffer a bit from the same ups and downs as normal shares. So when BHP and Rio go up and down, they tend to drag the REITs up and down with them. They're affected by sentiment. And so you have a bit of market noise along with the real estate investment. You also have less, often less visibility on what's in it or will be in it. So you might, you know what today's portfolio looks like, but you don't know what they're going to buy tomorrow. The unlisted stuff uh, was typically single properties. Mm. So it was very clear what you were buying. So you could good buy. Good yield as well. And some many of them, of them are good mm. yields. And the downside of those unlisted ones was they were very hard to get in and out of. So you were broadly relying on someone else wanting to buy in. And so... Come the GFC, many people got stuck in them. Mm. And I mean, I think there's still some AMP property funds that are still frozen. Yeah. And so 
But the big advantage is you know precisely what you're buying. So you can say, look, I want to buy this syndicate that invests in the Maryborough Shopping Centre. Yeah. Which is fine if you are in a position to form a view on what the Maryborough Shopping mm. Centre should look like. But if you're a high, high net, alternate net worth type of person, oh, sure, I'll throw 100 grand yeah. in that shopping centre and move on with your life. Yeah. I mean, if you're just starting, you're investing, you know, you've just started your emergency funding, you want to get yeah. investing, we're probably not putting yeah. our money into an unlisted property trust. That's right. So if you've got a yeah, hundred, $200,000 portfolio, that's probably not something where you really want to be. If you're investing a few million, absolutely. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Let's just draw a parallel. The REITs that are listed would be usually considered an active fund. Yes. If there's a more than one property. Yeah. Where you wouldn't strictly call the Vanguard Australian Property Fund or VAP a REIT, would you? No, it's more a fund that invests in REITs. So it's a basket of REIT holdings. So in that fund, for example, Vince, um, it could be the GPT Group. Texas. Texas. Westfield's gone now. Yeah. Well, um, vicinity still. Vicinity, is. yeah. I mean, Westfield used to be 25% of the index. Mm. So you are investing in a basket of REITs when you buy VAP. Okay, let's dig down a little bit further this rabbit hole. You could technically build your own portfolio of commercial property. So you could say, well, I'm going to buy uh, Dexas shares, I'm going to buy Goodman shares. Um, and just get your own exposure to property. You could, yeah. I mean, you could, you know, you might have a view that with COVID, re- retail's not doing particularly well, but everyone's doing online shopping, so warehouses are good, mm. so maybe I should invest in the Goodman Group. Mm. How successful you'll be is another question, mm. but absolutely. And some of the more exotic stuff, um, I mean, there was a fund uh, which owned a whole bunch of Bunnings warehouses, which 10 years ago was a great investment because... Mm. Bunnings wasn't the beer moth it is now, mm-hmm. and so people are accepting that a, a lease to Bunnings is sort of as good as the, almost as good as the Australian government, and so that's been priced like a government bond almost, whereas 10 years ago people weren't quite so sure about it. Um, there's a whole bunch of pubs that uh, Woolworths sold off about 20 years ago maybe? When was ALH floated? I have no idea. It'd be the early 2000s, so Woolworths just sold off all their pubs on a lease back to Woolworths. So what, what are you buying? You're buying a Woolworths cash flow and that's just gone from strength to strength. So question, and I don't suppose, you know, you know the answer to this. So West Farmers who own Bunnings. Correct. Do Bunnings, does that entity own the Bunnings stores or are we saying there's a... There is a trust called B- BWP, I think is the ticker, yeah. which owns a heap of Bunnings warehouses, I suppose. And the Bunnings entity would lease lease them, yeah. And so that was a 
a particularly attractive investment 10 years ago. Mm. It's not been so attractive recently. But those opportunities do arise. But that's a very different investment than buying a two-bedroom unit in Waterloo. So, yeah, I think to uh, Christy's point, like if she already has investment properties, I'll go out on a limb to say that she's got residential property. The REIT stuff, it comes back to asset allocation. Yeah. Do I want an exposure to commercial or yeah. industrial? Yeah. yeah. If you just buy ASX 200, you will have some allocation to it. Mm. We would, at LifeShop, we would generally add a extra allocation to REITs um, to dampen down volatility a bit. I don't actually mind VAP, the Vanguard Australian property. But I reckon it's a good little fund if you want a bit of property, sex and spice. Yeah, I mean, we use the, the global one, DJRE, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, interesting. 